0: Welcome back to the 32 podcast, the podcast which aims to make you happy, smile, and laugh. We spill the tea and explain all the things, except nothing happened (laughs) this week in pop culture. And I have no tea to spill. What am I going to talk about? Shit, I'm your host, Kate. Hello, welcome back to the show. Thank you for being a loyal listener. I am so appreciative. This week is kind of a bust. There's a lot of celebrity legal news obviously Johnny Depp and Amber Heard continues he, as of today. He's done with his, and don't mind my non-legal jargon, his like taking of the stand. I think deposition is the word. Caitlin will tell me. And I, is Amber Heard up next? I can't wait. And then there's Rob in Black China Black China is suing the Kardashians. The Kardashians are counter suing her. There's that legal business. There's, I think another, someone else is getting sued. I mean, someone always getting sued in Hollywood. You know, they have like lawyers and retainer and that Mm -hmm. is what it is. But I just, I I don't have it in me to recap all that today because there's a lot. Like once things are done and like verdicts have been reached and juries have come to conclusions, I will share. There is really one hilarious thing I do have to say from Johnny and Amber Heard. He was on the stand. They gave him a computer screen to, like, go through the monotonous amount of, like, texts and videos and recordings that they had of each other. Because this is so toxic. Like, you guys, this is, this is, it's waste. It's so toxic. And the um her attorney was asking him to verify something clarify. And the attorney goes, well, do you consider yourself much bigger than her? Like in size. And Johnny goes, I wouldn't say that. And he smirks and the camera goes to Amber and she starts to laugh. And then you see her like, (gasps) don't laugh. It's about me. And like turn her acting back on. It's positively hysterical. The people of TikTok have done me such good this week, but I, there's really nothing else to talk about. Elon Musk is going to buy Twitter, which we knew, which is great. I'm, I'm so excited for him. I We'd love him here at the 32 pod. I, you know, I, I have nothing bad to say. Many people have a lot of bad to say. Many people are very upset. Excuse me. I'm not one of those people. I think it's awesome. I think he loves fucking with people. And he's the richest man on earth. And he's going to do it. But I do agree with him. That if you're going to talk the talk. Or tweet the tweet, if you will. You should walk the walk. And the people who have been calling for. Freedom of speech and conversational equity, whatever the fuck that means, and, you know, essentially different, different ways to say freedom of speech, then provide that to everyone. Censorship is not freedom of speech. Being mad at someone for what they think is not the same as being mad at someone for, a, for offending you. And you can hate somebody without it being hate speech. And I think that's very important. And this is more of a serious comment on this podcast, but like seriously, like we all need to like, we all as in people, communicators, people of social media, people of the internet, people of whatever. I feel like as a society, we have lost our like, not even discourse with people, but just like listening to understand and not listening to respond. Like you hear the volume and the vibrato coming out of me, but are you listening to the words? Because I can guarantee you that we are so much more alike than different. And most people want the same things, but their paths may be different. And sure, there are some lunatics and there are some people who I prefer not to hear from. And there are people that I'm sure you prefer not to hear from. But that's not, like, I'm I'm just not, I am going to make an effort to not consume their content. You know, I, I'm not calling for someone to be strike, striked, struck, struck, struck off a platform or whatever. You know, like it... And I think Elon Musk is the same. way. I think Elon's like, I do think he's going to give every person who has been banned their account back, which is interesting. <laughs> That'll be interesting. I would like to know if that will happen. And I would also like to know if there would be like, not an announcement, but like a, like a soft launch, if you will, with like, hey, person X, Y, and Z, or people X, Y, and Z, or whatever. All accounts will be unsuspended or whatever the verbiage. Or if people will be like, I'm back. I realize that in our society, there is a particular person of interest in this matter. I I just, I wonder. I, I just wonder. And maybe we will hear from that person again in 140 characters or less is it 140 is it 280 i think they i don't know i promised i would get a twitter if elon musk why it so when the deal goes through when the money's in the bank maybe i'll consider i probably will i don't know if i'll tweet but i'll have a twitter like i'll have a handle speaking of my handle i am still considering and i think i've decided to change the name of the pod. I don't know to what yet. And I can't imagine how difficult naming a human being is versus like naming a podcast. But this is hard. I have a list and I have other people who are keeping lists, but I'm keeping a running list of ideas. And there is a current favorite, but I just... I'm having a hard time deciding, and there's and there's no gun, like gun to my head, you know. But I don't know. For continuity's sake, it would be kind of nice to make a decision and decide. I don't know if I'm just gonna like surprise y'all one day, like boop, new show, new name. Who this? Um, is that Chuggy to say? Is that one of the Chugi things to say? I know that one of the Chugi things. The Gen Z said was Chewy was like saying, oh, like we're adulting. We're doing adult things, which I can see how that's Chewy, but I just paid a lot of taxes, so they can F right off with that. um But yeah, we'll see. To the people who really love the name of the pod, thank you. And I appreciate you and I'm glad that you do. However, I want the longevity and I want the name to represent the show. I just don't exactly know what says this is my show when I talk about pop culture, but also my random things. I don't know what what name that provides. And I want it to roll off the tongue. And I... I'm just having a hard time. <laughs> I know you understand and I know you love me and I appreciate you all so much. and Thank you. We'll get there. It's fine. We're still the little show that could. I've made $17, which... Is more than the, I mean, I make pennies every week, but hey, maybe one day I will buy a coffee with the money I made on the show. Like it will be like just podcast coffee. That'd be cool. I think I said that last week. I don't know what I said. I went on a fucking tangent last week. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was just very triggered. And to be honest, it's nine o'clock at night on Wednesday. The show is live in 10 hours. I'm probably not even going to listen to it before I put the show together because I'm so tired because I worked today. And I was in the car coming home from work. If you don't know, I'm a nurse. I'm an ICU nurse. I think all of you know, but just for new listeners. By the way, hello to my new listeners in South Africa and Britain. Cheerio. I love you. I'm so glad you're here. (laughs) I will be your American friend. Anyway, I got in the car and I couldn't even turn music on because today at work, there was so much (sighs) sensory overload and like I felt so overwhelmed all day. I'll tell you why. I'm getting there. Excuse me. That I I could I thought to myself, what if I can't pod today? Like I sit in a quiet house while I podcast. I just hear my voice and the voices in my head, mostly my voice. And like, what if I can't even? Because I was so like my bandwidth was none. I had nothing else. I had nothing else because my job is difficult. I would say there's more difficult jobs. However, the state of nursing as a career and nursing as a profession and the role of being a nurse are very, I don't want to use the word fragile, but something that's akin to fragile. And I think, I think a few things. I think it's so wonderful that the world is getting back to normal Post-pandemic and everything is open and it's great. But I just don't think that people realized that they are dealing with a healthcare system that's completely fritzed. And I'm speaking for myself. However, I think coworkers would agree with me. I spent two years... Two solid years working at such a high capacity of stress and fear and panic and whatever the word for like being overstretched is, whatever that word is, that's what I mean, that my professional brain has not rebounded from that. And, and, I, and I do think coworkers would agree with me. So not that I'm speaking for them, but I, I will say it as a we. There are things currently in healthcare, changes that are not changes, but like going back to normal things that I don't have the correct capacity for. And it is exhausting. And I wish that weren't true. And I wish that weren't the case. And I know I can be honest with all of you. And if you didn't sign up for a serious episode today, I'm sorry, but you're 12 minutes in, so I already got your listen, so you might as well stay. And I please, like, don't be like, oh my God, you think nursing is so horrible. That's not what I'm saying. Speaking for myself, I am someone who spent two years working at a ceiling. I was at my ceiling for two years. And you are expecting. You is in the royal you, you can be whomever, but whomever is expecting people who worked at their ceiling to come down and be normal. And that is an impossibility. And the thing today that really like set me, truthfully sent me back to my ceiling was that Visitation is open now, which is wonderful because people can be with their loved ones and they can see them and they can understand their health state and that's wonderful. But I had a lot of visitors today and their understanding of my patient's health state was not correct and it was something that I had to repeat myself and repeat myself and repeat myself all day. And not that I, you know... Don't have gratefulness for my job, but like, I'm really tired of repeating myself. You know, like, I'm sure everyone has those days where you're like, I am, if I have to say this one more time, if I have to hear this question, alarm, tone, whatever, one more time, like, I'm gonna lose it. That's how I feel today. And it's really, really hard for me since the peak of COVID, which we refer to as peak COVID, like Delta wave, fall of 2021. It's really hard for me to sugarcoat people's health states because that's so unfair to families. And the people that I was talking to today wanted me to give them good news every time I spoke. And I couldn't. And All I want to come across as is honest. I want to be nice and I am nice. Perhaps a little short and I can work on that. But I want to be honest because I cannot have you leave this room, this unit, this hospital thinking one thing that's completely untrue because you're going to blame me. And quite frankly, over the last two years, we have been blamed enough. We as nurses and people who help nurses and you know physicians, to, what you know, healthcare workers, but nurses specifically have such a specific role in healthcare and in medicine, which we are asked to step beyond all the time by people who don't understand our role. And it has become dangerous. It's putting us at risk. It's putting our licenses at risk and people don't realize and they don't care. However, we were stretched so far for so long that what people think is normal is not normal. And it's just, I left work so tired. I left work so tired. And I'm still tired, but I got PF Chang's for dinner. So like the carbs are kind of like giving me energy. (laughs) But I just, I, and I hope I'm saying this right. And if you disagree with me, please come to me and tell me i would no one ever tells me anything that i say or didn't say on the show that's any which way but like i i just this has nothing to do with like me being the hands as a nurse it's every it's like everything of the mind it's like i i am tired i'm tired of being asked to lie sort of like my patient, my patient will probably, actually, no, <laughs> see, my patient is nearing the end of their life. How close their end of life is, I'm not sure. Their family kept being like, well, that's a good sign, right? At whatever, which thing? Oh, their blood pressure is good. That's a good sign, right? Ma'am, I can't give you a good sign. Did you not hear what the physician said to you today? What about that is good? And and I and I feel like we live in a society where everything needs to end on a good note. Like movies end well, songs are happy, you know. Oh, it it all worked out in the end. Sometimes things don't work out in the end. And the ICU is unfortunately a place where that happens. And it happens a lot. And I am tired. I'm kind of tired of acting. And quite frankly, I really, you know what? That's part one of my issue, my part two issue. I have a boundary problem. And I never considered myself a person with like closed closed or high up walls. And I never considered myself like a real like staunch rule follower. However, in terms of my job and my role and my capacity and what I can do for somebody as their nurse and how I want to care for them and how I want them to feel as a patient, safe, secure, pain-free, comfortable, informed, pleasant, maybe not happy, but pleasant. Families and visitors and sometimes even patients go beyond my boundaries absolutely constantly. And I don't understand why it's such a foreign concept to understand my boundaries as their healthcare provider. I don't understand it. And you might be listening and you're like, she sounds like a real wretched bitch. And maybe I do. Maybe I do. But again, they're dealing with a healthcare system that is fried. You are basically burnt to a crisp, you're like a marshmallow. Okay. So let's say, okay, this is a good analogy. COVID was a fire and I am a marshmallow on a stick. we be, let me make one of those jumbo puff mushrooms, like marshmallows, like the big ones, you know, I'm a jumbo puff marshmallow and I'm on a stick and I'm near this COVID fire and I'm hot. I start to sweat. My sugar starts to caramelize. Like I get a little brown on the outside. You flip me over every wave. You flip me over. Like I start out not puffed and I get a little crispy and puffed and you flip me over. I am a burnt marshmallow and you're asking me not to be burnt. You have to remove my layers for me not to be burnt. It's impossible. It's impossible. Like, is it so hard to not chase me around the nurse's station? And be like, oh, um, Katie, which is not my name. But okay, we'll look past. Katie, um, just like real quick. um oh, no, no. what? Speak. You sought me out. Ask your question. I will be with you when I am able. I one time, not today, but one time, had a patient's family poke their head into another room. Are you beyond? comprehension insane get out it's absurd i just i'm really i just at my wits end today i'm sorry this is so negative i just have to tell someone and i like didn't have the bandwidth to like actually call anybody today because i don't want to hear any other noise <laughs> i don't want to hear any other noise i can't all i did was listen to my favorite podcast when i got home which, like I said, is not me. <laughs> I just, guys, I, I, I'm sorry. Like, I, I want to be this happy person for you. But today, I'm just, I'm fried. And it was like, it was visitor after visitor after visitor after visitor, and just coming in without declaring who you are or asking for permission to come in, which I worked in a lock unit. You have to have permission and be let in, finding your way around the rules asking to stay over like so we have a hard set like visiting hours where I work hard set you can only go beyond them if it's if it's an end of life situation which some people seem to think that if every person will eventually die then every person could possibly be the life ending situation and then I should be able to stay all the time no Be comfortable with being told no. I I hear no constantly. I am constantly told no. How come when I say no, it's met with such abuse? Not abuse, abuse, but like such like, oh, what? No? How dare you? What are you talking about? No? Yes. N-O. No. I'll say it in French. No. I'll say it in Spanish. No. I'll say it in Italian. No. I'll say it in German. Niet. No, 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 no. No is a full sentence. I'm just at my wit's end. However, I am quad-legal today, so I have that. But And so someone was like, oh, well, our family's coming in at 11. I'm like, then they can see her tomorrow, my patient, him or her. They're like, but they're flying in. I heard you. The airport's open at that time. Our visiting hours are not. And I just don't understand why everything for so long has been met with such contempt and met with such, oh, well, you are telling me something that I'm unhappy with. So I am going to cause a ruckus. And with my ruckus, I will be made correct. Like squeaky wheel gets the grease. You make enough noise, you get the attention that you want. And I'm so tired of it. Because I don't act like that. And we as healthcare workers and nurses don't fucking deserve it. I'm sorry for my F words today, but we don't. I saw death and dying every single day for two years. I put my whole body in patients' rooms for two years to try to save their lives. And we were met with horrible. I have been called a murderer. I have been told I'm killing people, that I work in a prison, that I have have no morals that I'm going to go burn in hell, that I am a disgusting human being, that I don't deserve happiness. I have been told these these things as a healthcare worker. And now I ask you to live inside a boundary that's not set by me. That's set by the people who hired me and who pay me. But yet you don't like it and you're going to take it out on me. It's exhausting. And I'm sure there's other, you know, Jobs that have this problem, and I'm so sorry, but I only have my one job, so I can only express my contempt there. But this is a day of contempt, and I have to go back tomorrow. <sighs> deep cleansing breath. I took a really big deep cleansing breath today, and one of my co workers was like, Are you okay? No, I, I locked myself in my supply closet for 10 minutes because I wanted to be alone you guys <laughs> oh it wasn't 10 minutes it was probably like three and i could still hear people so i really wasn't even alone i just like needed to be a where someone couldn't find me you ever feel that way like you just need to go where someone can't possibly find you because you're behind a locked door with a keypad and they don't know the code oh man even in the bathroom someone's always knocking Go to the supply closet. They won't find you. (sighs) That's it. That's my rant. I guess I feel better. Thank you for listening. If you made it this far, you are a true, true fan of this show. (laughs) And you probably think I'm an asshole, which whatever. I just. (sighs) Today. And maybe the Lord is testing me, perhaps. But like this lesson is not funny. I have learned this lesson. I've done it. Like, what more do I need to learn? You know? Like, uh, now Now saying that, I'm going to get tested again. Oh, man. And here's the thing. I want what's best for my patient. Of course I do. And sometimes, not maybe today's instance, but sometimes, having an exorbitant amount of people in the hospital with you, staring at you, touching you, making you a mess... It's not what's best for you. And I think that gets missed a lot because nurses want what's best for the patient. What's best for the patient may not be what the family wants. Even like um, if the patient wants a blanket or the family wants them to have a blanket, but they have a fever and we can't give them a blanket. Like, you can't give them a blanket. No, they have a 102 degree fever. We can't cover them up. They have a fever. They're hot. And they're like, oh, oh my God. Oh. It's like, dude, you do not want to uncap the sass and the agitation in this body. It will come after you. I'm sorry. I'm a nice person, I swear. I'm just, I'm fried. I'm fried. Tomorrow is my last day of work for the week, and then I have seven days off. and I'm going on a vacation with my husband and his family. I will have a pod next week. It will be on Friday because we get back Wednesday very, very late and I'm only bringing a carry-on so I can't bring my podcast stuff. I have my phone, which I could do it in a pinch, but I'll just keep voice notes about our trip. I will recap it all for you next week, next Friday. Oh, man. That's on that today. I am going to go to Starbucks in the morning. I am gonna, what else am I gonna do? I have P.F. Chang's for dinner. I'm gonna have it for lunch because I bought two meals. The girl came out with like a big bag of food, and I was like, wow, that's for me. Okay. Thank you, ma'am. But like their packaging is large, you know? Excuse me, tickle. (sighs) Tomorrow will be a better day. Let's manifest together. Let's take a minute. Tomorrow will be a better day. Thank you for listening to this crap. <laughs> I love you all so much. And I will let you know if it was, in fact, a better day. Thank you so much for listening to the 32 Podcast. Follow me on Instagram and at TikTok at 32 Pod. Email me at 32podgmail.com. Oh, geez, too fast. 32podgmail.com. Share on stories, share my Instagram, like, comment, tag me, whatever. And remember, maybe especially today, or maybe not especially today, it's never too rude to have 32. Love you. Bye.